the Master Tavern Keeper's History of the Old World. That was exciting. I do love a good ship-to-ship fight, but I sense that we are far from the end of this tale. Yeah, yeah, but we are on the home stretch. I'm sure we'll be finished before dawn, even if we go off on some uh, tangents later. <laughs> Excellent. I do love a good tangent. Yeah, yeah, I noticed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I do have a quick question before we go any further. And it's not tangential before you uh, pierce my delicate soul with any more thinly veiled sarcasm, Heinrich. Mm. Ah, damn! I shall return those retorts to my quiver then. <laughs> well, anyway, after their very first naval action for the Lizardmen, Marco and his men had already become very rich by the sounds of it. Was Marco not tempted to return back to Tylea at this point? You know, go whilst the going is good, so to speak. Ah, yeah, yeah, that is a good question. The answer is quite straightforward, though. No. Marco was not yet satisfied. He had big plans, and they required a vast amount of wealth. And, as I've mentioned before, Marco truly was in love with the idea of money. But it really was a game to him. The accumulation of wealth was a way of um, demonstrating his acumen. The material trappings of wealth were less interesting to him than the way by which he came by the riches he continually sought throughout his life. It was the journey, and not the destination, that drew Marco, and he was uh, not ready to finish his journey. Not yet. That said, others were of a very different opinion. And Giovanni, the sadistic captain of the Nino, was most certainly the leading member of those that wished to take a different path, as you will soon hear. After the battle against the uh, Dark Elf Doom Reaver, Marco and his men spent the next couple of weeks moving their base camp from the beach on the mainland to the island that the Lizardmen had gifted them to use. The island was the largest of a four-island chain, of which the smallest was the island of nesting birds, near where the uh, Tylians had defeated the Dark Elf Doom Reaver. Marco gave their new abode the name Il Quarto, although the men soon nicknamed it Tonda, due to its round shape. The sailors rebuilt their base camp on a small basalt plateau that overlooked the only bay on the island. The rest of the island itself was all but impenetrable as it was dominated by an intimidating swathe of swampland. From the midst of this alligator-infested tangle of flora, there spewed forth a massive plume of thick smoke that changed color 
from one day to the next, ranging from an ominous black to a light grey-blue. Its source remained a mystery, though, as no one could reach the centre of the island, which was the uh, point from which the smoke appeared to originate from. Initially, this greatly concerned some of the men, but uh, eventually everyone got used to its ubiquitous presence. Once the move was complete, the sailors spent their time patrolling the waters up and down the coast in their ships, reinforcing their base camp and also hunting the creatures of the swamp. Although this was more for sport rather than for food, as the skinks came by Pterodon every couple of days to deliver actual food and drink to their allies. This state of affairs continued for several weeks, without Marco encountering any treasure hunters out on the high seas, and both boredom and a kind of uh, agitation set in amongst the sailors. This was most obvious in Giovanni, and as indolence reigned, many other malcontents slowly gravitated towards him. Eventually, Giovanni came to see Marco to state his grievances. Marco, Marco, we have been stuck on this smoking, stinking island for weeks. What is your plan? I see no plan here. I'll admit you've made us a very rich man, but wealth is worthless with nowhere to spend it. We've been patrolling these waters, but there is no one here. It is time to go. The joys of Meragriano are calling out to us. Can't you feel it? There are warm taverns and good times ahead. We are rich enough. It is time to go. We are wasting our time. How can you be so short-sighted, Giovanni? There are many more riches to be had here. The skinks told me that more old welders are on their way. Together, we can defeat these invaders, take their loot, and claim the rewards for doing so from the lizardmen. You can be richer than you could have ever possibly imagined you'd be, even in your wildest dreams. Your wealth could eclipse even that of your father. All you need to do is stay here, at least until the monsoon season is over. The skinks told me that a season of continuous rain is on its way. It would be prudent for us to remain safe and dry here until it is over. We will leave after that, I promise. I too wanted to go. But let us do it together, not in haste, but as a rich man, kings of the season, no less. Giovanni shook his head but uh, said nothing, and instead turned tail and left Marco's tent. Marco then turned to my grandpapa, who had uh, witnessed the entire exchange. He's aboard. We'll need to, to find some distraction for him, or he will cause us some serious trouble. I will let him simmer down today, and speak to him again tomorrow. Suddenly, 
one of Giovanni's crew, a scoundrel known as Pietro Asito, entered the tent with a low bow. Scusa, il capitano. Please forgive Giovanni's outburst. He knows not what he says. He longs to return to the taverns, brothels, and the gambling dens of our motherland. But uh, I uh, and uh, many others are uh, grateful for all you've done for us. Ignore him. As a mark of our uh, gratitude, I want to give you this bottle of uh, fine wine I found hidden on the uh, dark elf boat. I do not uh, drink wine. But uh, no doubt it has uh, something good, as they uh, looted and kept it. Pietro handed the bottle to Marco, and his eyes grew wide as he looked upon it. According to its label, it was from the uh, Mosso River Valley in Bretonia, among one of the finest vines in the world. He was uh, quite the vine connoisseur, don't you know? And so was uh, beside himself with excitement. Pietro, my friend, what a gift. Surely you will come drink with us. Excuse, no, no. I do not enjoy wine. Please, drink. He then darted out of the tent without another word. It struck my grandpapa as most curious, but before he could voice his concerns to Marco, he found that uh, his friend was already opening the bottle and was pouring a glass for each of them. Beviamo alla nostra. Marco and my grandpapa each took a large mouthful savouring its rich taste and gulping it down. Both men then immediately collapsed into unconsciousness. The next day, the two were awoken by some of Marco's crew splashing water on their faces. A foul taste remained in my grandpapa's mouth, and he realized that they had been poisoned. Marco's quartermaster quickly explained what had happened. Our ship returned from its patrol up the coast before the sunset to find the bay empty. The other two boats and their crews were gone. After we had a dock and a come ashore, we found that the camp was also deserted. Apart from you two, slumped unconscious on the floor of the tent here, that is. Marco immediately reached for the key to the expedition's pay chest, but predictably, it was missing. 
Giovanni. After a couple of glasses of lizardman wine to clear their heads, Marco and my grandpapa surveyed the camp and took an inventory of what was left and what had been taken. A full three-quarters of the stalers had deserted with Giovanni, and they had taken as much of the treasure as they could with them. Even Marco's stash of spices and potions that he thought he had uh, kept well hidden had been raided and taken away, although this would turn out to be of benefit later. Marco laged and cursed and then raged some more, but uh, after a long chat with my grandpapa, he eventually calmed down. The path ahead of him, suddenly crystal clear. May Mermidia damn Giovanni's soul to an oubliette of despair. However, our fate is afar from sealed. We still have our ship, and we have the trust of the lizard men. We can rebuild our fortune. All we need are enemies to defeat and victims to sacrifice to Sotek. The seas up the coast are patrolled by the Norse, and the rumored settlement of Skeggy lies there. They will do nicely. <laughs>